Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spectator Mode Podcast, episode 116. I'm your host, Scott Adams. And with us today, we have Carl. Yo, this is as well as we have Will here. Yo, hope you're enjoying your weekends or whatever, whenever this podcast comes comes out. Like, hope you're enjoying your weekend and Memorial Day holiday, aside from the Aussie here. But I oh, oh, hope you are having a good weekend so far. <laughs> yeah, we're hoping that this will be out at least by the beginning of next week. We're recording this on Memorial Day weekend because, of course, we are. <laughs> so hope everyone's having a good vacation. Or if you're working, I hope that it's not too busy for you. So before we get started to the big news, we get to start with what have you been playing recently? <laughs> well, I get the feeling you're kind of stealing that from from Todd's thing now from NEP. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he probably does it a little better. I don't know. Uh, well, I guess I'll probably just start things off like because frankly, it hasn't just more or less been quiet. Like I just recently said at at time of recording, um. Just going back to my ring fit uh, regiment as usual. Just getting ready in case I have to do for a, a Memorial Day barbecue uh, finally tomorrow. But aside from that, uh, just been catching a little bit grinding here on Overwatch. But again, it's Overwatch. What's more, really start to say. And also just going back here a little bit of um, Persona 4 being Ultimax as well as usual Fire Emblem Heroes. So. Eh, again, it's a light week. Uh, oh, oh, actually, a, a new good thing. Um, I'll, I'll speak more in an NAP podcast next next um, this coming Thursday. But I've also uh, been playing the the demo of um, the Mario, Mario Strikers League, and yeah, the tutorial. I gotta say, it's pretty tough. Like the the, the um, advanced uh, techniques and all that is is actually pretty pretty tough to nail down. So, but overall, it feels like. It is definitely a striker's uh, through and through. The only thing I kind of wish it was a little bit more faster, but overall, it is definitely a striker's game through and through. So I, I can't wait to, um, once the online test comes up on the first uh, weekend of June, then yes, I am can't wait to see how, how it is in action. So yeah, that's what I'm basically currently uh, playing right now, uh, the Mario Strikers League demo currently out. Yeah, we'll eventually be able to see how PvP is later this week. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alrighty, I guess I'll go next. I've been actually been doing a bit of a what's known as a Neptunia splurge, where I've been playing all the games that I have in my Steam catalog of <laughs> Neptunia. <laughs> playing the Neptunia Center and Kagura Ninja Wars game got me pumped up to do more Neptunia games. So I've been going through Rebirth Three as well as Mega Dimension Neptunia V Two. <laughs> yeah, Mark is is Mark Two or is it yeah V Two Mark Two. I, yeah, so much of the iterations. Uh, some yeah. of those iterations just don't make a whole lot of sense, but I think it's because so Rebirth Three is known as Generation B, and I think Mega Dimension Neptunia is known as Generation V Two, but they just got rid of Generation. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it doesn't make any sense at all. But <laughs> so that's been going. But I've also been playing the uh, Token Ronbu Warriors demo stuff. I've been waiting to get the full game on that, but Koei slow to respond to me, so. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Fun otherwise, though. Um, that's pretty much been most of my game time spending. I've been kind of doing a lot of work more lately, which kind of sucks. 
I mean, again, life life happens, comes and goes. It can't be helped, especially on like here on a, on a weekend here in the western sides. I can only imagine how it is on the um, on the, on the other side of the world. I mean, I know there is a couple of holidays happening around the world right now, so I don't know. Depends on where you are, right? Right. right. <laughs> yeah, you know, helping and having an intern with you also also makes it a lot more effort because you have to make sure you explain ah. everything you do. <laughs> I can't just do things that I know work. <laughs> Yeah, I I understand the the workloads. Uh, been working myself, also um, been through the, the missus having a bit of the good old spicy koof koof. <laughs> she got she got the COVID unfortunately, oh. and uh, meant home isolation for myself as well. But I was having to work during that time remotely and everything else. But uh, game wise, I have been playing bits and pieces on and off. Um, I sort of I jumped back into Metal Gear Solid Five on oh. PC just to, to give it another whirl, and been playing my way through that to be quite enjoyable to sort of go back from the beginning and having to really be careful of. Like, I didn't realize how overpowered my character was on uh, the <laughs> PS4 version, and then going back to the very start, it's like, oh, good god, min maxing them again. Oh yeah, exactly it. Uh, I've sort of been playing some Resident Evils on and off as well. I purchased all of them on the, the PC as well, so I worked my way through those. Resident Evil Zero can go suck a dick. <laughs> um, oh, God, what else? Uh, I've more added to the collections than anything else. Like, I've picked up a whole heap of games pretty cheap off eBay just to add to my retro collections. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. I did. Pi- I did pick up a Xbox that came pre-modded with all the games. Oh, so, awesome. as somebody who was more of a PlayStation person back then, uh, it's been interesting to go back and play some of those games. Like I was playing The Punisher and mm-hmm. uh, Dino Crisis Three on the Xbox. So it's like quite interesting just to see the graphic difference between you know what would have been the PS2 era. Versus the Xbox, and yeah, without having to go through all the the horrible things myself to try and mod the damn thing. <laughs> um, but I do have one little regrettable bit of news, and I know nobody's like people. Some people will groan that have been listening to this, this podcast for a long time. I, after being over a year and probably about well, nearly two years clean of World of Warcraft. I went back. <laughs> no. However, I've gone back for classic. Okay. I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't gone back for retail. <laughs> I've gone back specifically to play classic. Uh, I've got a bunch of friends who I usually play um, Phasmagoria with, and they've recently decided to switch over to World of Warcraft for something different. So I've joined them in that, just leveling from, from scratch again. Uh, and go. It wasn't that bad, personally. Um, like the the game is like absolutely terrible leveling wise. Like my god, the grind is insane. Jeez. But it, it's good to go back to what it used to be and just realize like how much effort you really needed back then to do things. But uh, yeah, it's I, I'm back on the World of Warcraft for the moment. We'll see how we go. <laughs> um, mainly, mainly because. Uh, we've got the Wrath of the Lich King expansion, the third, uh, the second expansion to the game coming up. Um, 
probably later later this year or early next year, mm-hmm. according to Blizzards. And that was one of the best expansions out there. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to play that again in its proper format. Even even Josh has admitted he will be returning to World of Warcraft Classic <laughs> to play Wrath. <laughs> so I'm not alone in this regard. But yeah, for, for those who are wondering how, how long I would stay clean, yeah, no. <laughs> two years apparently is the de- deadline. <laughs> yeah, pr- pretty much. Um, I'm still playing Final Fantasy XIV at the same time as I'm <laughs> naturally. Still paying, naturally. I, I'm, pay- I'm paying. I'm still paying for that. So gotta use it. <laughs> <laughs> gotta gotta use gotta use the money I'm paying. But yeah, um, yeah. Other than that, it's basically been game collecting more than anything for me. Than more than game playing, but <laughs> hey, when I play games, at least they're fun. That's the important thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. righty. So, what do we got news-wise this week? So, thanks to Star Swarm of a recent announcement. They finally announced the Star Wars Fallen Order sequel, which will be Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Mm. Still done by Respawn, still published by EA. So, we'll see if EA messes this one up or if Respawn still gets full creative control over it. <laughs> if EA is smart, which they really are, they will let Respawn just continue to do their own thing. I mean, again, the first game, great. No microtransaction, as bullshit, nothing of, of that sort. And thankfully, I'm just glad we can actually curse on this podcast. We can't do that in any podcast. So. <laughs> but yeah, like, again, if, the, if, the, if EA is smart, again, let Respawn do their thing. No DLC stuff. And just, just continue more of what they did with the first game. Like, the first game, great. And this one, from what I've seen on the teaser trailer, it just—it's only setting up to be a, definitely, definitely more. Just build up on that, and of course, like obviously with the the release back of the on Disney Plus of Obi Wan. I mean, sure, I think it's about time to actually go back into the Star Wars universe. So overall, it's definitely a good move. I I feel like, but of course, EA—you never know with them. <laughs> you never know if they're gonna put their hands in it just because. Oh, the first one was successful, so this one should be successful too. So what if we can get more money from it? But mm-hmm. I, it, it is interesting to see because, like, the trailer just shows kind of Cal Kestis finding this, like, almost dead, who we assume is kind of a Jedi, which I'm guessing that's what the survivor stands for, is the mm-hmm. person that he's rescuing or helping out of the pod. Right, right, right. Like, there has been some, like, um, speculation of who that may be, as well as that um, old self, old self that he's face, seen face off fighting against. So, I mean, there has been some speculation. Like, I, I'm not the Star Wars fan, so I don't know the lore, but, <laughs> like, it is, there, there has been some speculation within the fan base. Yeah, the, the character gives me vibes of one of the characters actually from the Force Unleashed, who was a, like a Jedi veteran. In that same time period, oddly enough. <laughs> so I wonder if they're going to... I'm guessing they won't do it just because they're trying to keep themselves away from other lore of other video games. So they may not have characters from like The Force Unleashed show up unless there are already characters that showed up like in like The Clone Wars or something that was already <laughs> shown as like Disney canon, at least. Well, that's kind of the funny thing because like, I know Star Wars lore and mythology, the universe of it all, is like, they are very picky and gotta be very specific. Because, like, if it's referenced from one thing in the books or whatever, you have to be pay a trip. You just can't, like, invent something out of nowhere without consulting the lore. I, I yeah. know, like, the Star Wars lore is, like, very picky on that. It's only a matter of time till we get Thawne <laughs> meeting Cal Kestis. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
also in that odd time period. There's they're doing a lot of time period in between three and four. I'm saying out of it. I've only just, I only just watched the first two episodes of Kenobi last night, so I yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not Star Wars, Star Wars for me. It's still a very touchy subject. Like, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I don't think they've been doing a lot right with the, anything they've been doing lately. But we'll see what happens with Kenobi. Yeah, I can't say I hated Kenobi, but there was definite things that I was questioning on. <laughs> ah, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Other, otherwise, though, Ian McGregor is still phenomenal as Obi Wan. Oh, for sure. For, sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I'm just glad that he's back and he's still as elegant as ever. Alrighty, going to uh, another interesting recent news thing is the Embracer Group has bought all of the Western Division of Square Enix, aside from Life is Strange and Outriders. <laughs> mm, yeah, I'm like I know this 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 topic is a little bit dated, but like. Just this news again. We we call I think we cover in a prod podcast, probably in the NP podcast, but basically like just for for scorpions, just basically sell all these things just for pennies on end. And of course, like obviously going back to like Tomb Raider, uh, Deus Ex Machina, yeah, Deus Ex, just not selling those selling those things to this I don't know unknown group. Almost the point like as like. Square Enix, you are really shooting yourself in the foot here. Uh, like, you, how stupid can you be? Yeah, especially after, like, they just got, like, Marvel contracts with, like, Crystal Dynamics and Eidos Montreal. <laughs> and it's just like, and now it's not Square Enix's, I guess, problem. <laughs> it's just like, I, like, Square Enix, like, especially with that, with that whole BS of the whole NFTs from your, from your CEO and, like, Unless it is, I don't know, Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest, or even with your um, with Final Fantasy fourteen. No offense, Carl. It's just like, what? You really have no idea. I feel like you have no idea what how you're handling handling again. Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, one of the best uh, best uh, IPs around, and you have no idea what to do with it. And of course, Deus Ex. I mean, niche as heck, but it has gone back since uh, human humankind, mankind evolved and and divided. But you have no idea what to do with it. Like, and of course, with the, with your whole previous news, are like, oh, it didn't meet our expectations, which underperformed. <laughs> which is basically you basically created that uh, that meme of like a million units sold underperformed. Are you <laughs> kidding me? There will be series that would do what would want to be in that in that club that million dollars sale a uh, million units sale, and you call that underperforming yeah i don't really know what their expectations are i just know that they're ridiculously high uh, they just i guess they just want everything to be a final fantasy 7 final fantasy is a remake and of course like we still have no idea when remake t- remake part 2 will ever come out and yeah it's just yeah like uh, the tomb raider reboot sold almost 40 million copies and they says that that's underperformed so it's like if it's somehow above 40 million copies of games that's underperformed i really want to know what their expectations were for that like the, i'll give it props like the reboot of, of Lara Croft, i enjoyed it. i played it on the ps3 when it was on playstation plus it was great it was, it was, it was honestly a, a good solid a tomb raider game but mm-hmm. Of course, and like the and then unfortunately the, the the next two games like the middle the next one okay but the third one Eclipse was like yeah 
yeah, it's just I don't know. There's something that's missing, and of course, obviously, the spirit of Lara Croft. I mean, again, back when the PS1 days, I mean, sure, polygonal triangle boobies and all that is just like I don't know. Something definitely went missing, or it's just like this whole like the change in the industry. I don't know, but again, Square Enix, the fact that you so so this thing for like what, what pays on into Embracer Group and. Like I did some look up on on the base group, and like they're just basically gobbling up studios Big time. From, from everywhere. And like, I don't know if we're gonna see these things like do good, do bad. Like, we have no idea too much on, on the embrace group. So, will Lara Croft and Deus Ex come back better or worse? I mean, good, good. That's out of Square Enix's hands. But at the same time, embrace group. We have no idea what they're heck they're doing. So. Yeah, we don't know if it's going to be good or bad with them because I mean, I feel like the Embracer Group also is very focused on mobile games now because that's where most of the money is in right now in gaming, which is kind of weird that mobile gaming is so high revenue. But mm. I guess it's because microtransactions are very big over in mobile gaming. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. Thank you for bringing that up because like that that has been unfortunately a, an ongoing trend uh, recently. Because like um n- not to uh, go off topic too much, but I- I'm not sure you also heard recently as well with Bandai Namco with the whole uh, Ninu Kuni oh, uh, mobile man. game, especially with the whole uh, um cha- uh, chain blocking and 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 NFT integration apparently. So I don't know. It seems that mobile mobile uh, like developers like Bandai Namco or is it Ghibli? I'm not sure. I, or mainly Ghibli Studios, I don't know. But basically, like, even mobile games are starting to go into the NFT markets, which is, like, if Embrace Group decides to go that route, is like, ugh, jeez Louise. Yeah, but, I wasn't a big fan of that revelation with Crossworlds 2, where they talked about having integration with blockchain code. Just like, we don't need the blockchain, we don't need NFTs in these video games. Right. Like, again, I, and I'm glad. I'm thankfully glad. Like, there's one, the one indie game, uh, Poppy's Playtime, uh, Chapter Two. Thankfully, they they went back on it. So, thank dude, as some sort of backlash, and yeah. So, it, it hopefully embrace. Well, here's hoping Embrace Group doesn't go the NFT route, but and treats at least uh, Tomb Raider and Deus Ex with some modicum of respect. Yeah. So, it's kind of just. That's just the way that it goes at Square Enix, though. They just don't care as much about, I don't think, their Western divisions enough because they're focused so much more on their Japanese division. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So them just giving up all their Western side to the Embracer group, basically, except for Life is Strange and Outriders, specifically. Who the heck still play Outriders? Like, Apparently Outriders... I wonder if they have a contract or something with like the creators of Outriders that they couldn't actually sell it to the Embracer group or something. I mean, Life is Strange, I granted that is def- a one stronger uh, IP, but yeah. yeah, like it's everything else is like... Uh, dang it. Dang it, Square. <laughs> yeah, I'm sad about it, but... Uh, well, we'll see how it goes with the Embracer group. I wonder if they're going to start making mobile games now of Tomb Raider and Deus Ex Machina. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like new uh, new, ga- new games or collections or quote unquote remasters. Uh, I wonder actually. Actually, it'd be interesting to see if they could do like a remaster. Of their old like uh, PS1 games on phone, <laughs> I'd be happy to just like just bring back the old class games. I mean, yes, bring back the PS1 titles of Lara Croft. Like, yes, dated as it is, but yeah, why not bring it back to the modern age? Yeah, 
still had some solid platforming though, even if the fighting was uh <laughs> basically jump and shoot <laughs> the whole right, time. Right, right, right. <laughs> Alrighty. So this one hits more, I guess, of the uh people who are hoping for these games on Xbox, but Starfield, Redfall, and the Replaced got delayed till next year now. All of which I believe were supposed to be on Game Pass this year. And they will not be on Game Pass this year because they're not going to be releasing until next year. Hmm. Like, yeah, I think our, our boss has said in a prior podcast before, it's like, yeah, unless you really like have a very good hard set where you're going to release it, might as well just not show a release date on your trailers whatsoever. Like, obviously, with the war situation as it is, you never know if it's going to be delayed or not. Of course, with the war situation, war, Ukraine, all that, for sure, for sure. So, in the end, like, if once you're like absolutely sure you have a full, a, a nearing uh, completed product, yeah, might as well just not like deal with uh with release dates in your trailers at least not anytime soon unless you have a firm uh near completion uh product yeah so i will say something that i find interesting about the delay of at least of starfield and redfall is the day before their uh, announcements for these delays microsoft had actually a pr team with phil spencer go down to bethesda to see how their games were and then the day afterwards is when the delay was announced. So I wonder if Phil Spencer had a like a thing with that. Because mm. I know Todd Howard is usually pretty big with dates, especially his eleven eleven dates that he loves having for some reason. <laughs> so I wonder if like they had their team look at it and were like, this is not ready for November. <laughs> I mean, given Professor's track record, I mean, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know if that's how it actually went down, but I do know that that's the timing itself is just interesting enough. Mm, I mean, perhaps, perhaps. Again, we don't know what the product might be and all that. So, I mean, again, we still haven't seen actual gameplay. I mean, yeah. So, eh, who knows? Maybe, like, <laughs> maybe they're going the retro route and, like, yeah, have to recall it. I don't know. Like, yeah, we still. Uh, it could it could just be the uh, the cyberpunk effect. Nobody wants to be the, the next cyberpunk game where they release a product that is highly promised and then takes forever and a day to arrive and it's not actually finished. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I've noticed that with a lot of companies that since the debacle with cyberpunk, they've all done the same thing. They've all looked at their games and gone, are we going to be able to deliver this complete, functional, and on time? And if the answer is no, they go, delay it. Delay it until it is fixed, finished, clean. I don't want bugs. I don't want to, I don't want to push something out that is not ready for the market anymore, which is a great way. Like, it's a great thing to see these companies doing, even though it means delayed games. Yes. <laughs> now, I, I personally, I've come from the, the background where I've been a, a Blizzard person for many, many years, and their their whole thing on release date was, Soon, trademark. <laughs> soon, soon, too, soon, soon, maybe. soon, meaning soon. <laughs> no, well, that was the thing. Soon always meant the same thing. When we think we have a 100% finished product and we are happy to put it out on the market with like limited patches and all that type of stuff, that's what a lot of companies forgot to do. They turn around, they go, okay, we're going to set a release date for, you know, the, the, the Christmas 
um, the, the Christmas period or something like that, mm-hmm. because that's when we're going to maximize sales. And then they put out a product that's like shit and needs 10,000 patches. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. If we have to, if we have to go through multiple delays in order to get a game that is going to be fully functional, that is going to be as bug free as it can be, and doesn't require a twenty-five to six hundred gigabyte day one patch, then go for it. Delay it. I don't need the reason. Just delay it because you say you want to put out a good game. That's it. Yep, yep, pretty much it, pretty much it. Just, like, <laughs> we, we've seen too many products co- come and try again, from Marvel to, like, to Cyberpunk. We've seen way too many examples of, of the game industry just, like, releasing games that are way too early, bare-bones, broken products, and we're paying full price, and we're being basically ripped off. So, like the Nintendo mantra, obviously, delay your games. <laughs> At need, need be because again like delay it like ha- yes even push it to next year i mean heck we just recently got um again a while ago uh breath of wild 2 was delayed to next year so yes it, like just take a time of it we want a complete product don't rush the stuff and yes if it means like letting Elden Ring take game of the year by all means let them take it don't 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 need to stress yourself on on it sure you got your investment and all that but What's matter? Your investors or the artwork itself? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, I too think that delays are probably better than releasing the half finished games. Especially because I mean, on one end, it's just like, yeah, you want to ha- hit your deadlines, but also just be a little more flexible with them rather than it's having them set in stone. Mm-mm-mm. It's. Again, it's just way too common practice in the game industry recently. So, like, yeah, like, hello. It's hard to believe, like, back in the early 90s, like, again, back in the PS2 era days, like, we actually had legit full products. And nothing is, no, no problems whatsoever. Like, how the heck did we, we fell from that? Like, <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Because, because, because companies stopped looking at consumers as game players and turn them into consumers as walking wallets. Yeah. That's what happened. It was exactly what you said there. Well, you know, they started thinking more about their investors and more about making a profit than putting out a good product. It's all yeah. about money at the end of the day. Welcome to capitalism. Yo. <laughs> oh, Persona 5 vibes. No, <laughs> Yeah, I don't remind it because I just recently saw the newest episode. I will become a freaking slap machine. <laughs> oh god! Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So I guess on the more, I wouldn't say good, but neutral news. Gotham Knights had its another long gameplay trailer as well <laughs> as a collector's edition unveiling. Hmm. Yeah, I I, I saw that uh, collector's edition. Though. I was like. Okay, unless you have Nightwing's ass sculpted like a like a, a Greek god, then yeah, forget about uh, like dropping like was it like two hundred, three hundred dollars? Yeah, it was like two hundred dollars. <laughs> and like I, I didn't, I actually like the quality of what we saw of the figurines, but the one thing I don't like is that it was all just like one giant figurine stand rather than having like four separate ones. I mean, I'm not expecting like Square Enix, like uh, I don't know that what that ten thousand uh, dollar near automata with three, the three main characters, all that. I'm not expecting that kind of quality. <laughs> no. But like, yeah, like 
how is it that like again color position is really do is is color position actually worth it per se like the only thing that's i don't know that's legit worth it is that um when a uh, breath of the wild first came out that special edition with the massive sword replica that yeah that, that was thing pretty is, bomber <laughs> and still going hard on ebay's but yeah yeah i just... mean for those who want to get stuff off from ebay the collector's edition is probably their biggest thing they want to get because <laughs> they can constantly just wait for it to not be available and then sell it Right, right, right. But yeah, this uh, on Gotham Knights Collector Edition. I mean, again, you gotta make Nightwing's ass look like a Greek god. If you don't have that cake, I, I'm not. I don't want. He better have the sex appeal he does in the comics. <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. But yeah, uh, also review with the Collector Edition is uh, the game trailers with Nightwing and uh, Red Hood. And from what they've shown so far, I mean. Pretty stand for overall. I mean, nothing blows my mind about it, but the gameplay wise and like how it is co op and like also, yeah, yeah, also the news that is skipping our last gen is okay. At least they're focusing on on the, the next gen instead. Of, yeah, like, I'm hoping that means yeah. that they're gonna make it like even better quality because they're skipping the PS4 and Xbox One. Right, right. And right. I feel like some people should, especially if they want the quality of the games that they want. But at the same time, you're also removing like easily 70% of the gaming fan base right now. Right. Because and... people are still struggling to get the next gen. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, again, with the chip shortages still happening, we won't <laughs> be getting P- PS5s until next year. And yeah, Xbox One, who wants to get the Xbox Series? Who wants to get that? Aside from an OP of Game Pass. But yeah. yeah. Unless you have the PC, Game pa- uh, X Series, or the PS Bot, then yeah, you're pretty much out of luck. And honestly, with the with everything as it is right now, do we want to? Unless you had that extra cash, uh, do you want to <laughs> buy buy extra to play like these next games? I mean, you, unless there is like a really good game, like I don't know, like Final Fantasy VII Part Two uh, remake, or like <laughs> that's like a die, or like even, I'll, I'll give I'll give them to the basic one of Smiles Morales or um, Ratchet and Clank. Then those are fine, but there's nothing that's like grabbing, like oh, get the PS Five, get the ser- Xbox Series, or P- or upgrade the PC to the like. When uh, their ten eight ten ninety GTX, <laughs> yeah, the thirty nine GTX force, yeah, four K, eight screens, all that, yeah, yeah, we, we don't definitely need that. I don't, I don't think next gen necessarily is a necessity right now, but I do appreciate as one who does own both the PS five and S Xbox Series X, the qual like the quality of life updates that they have for like the loading times. You have a lot faster of just booting up the system. But overall, the games themselves, I think it's fine just playing them on PS4 and Xbox One. I mean, it, it's nice to have. I mean, if you have it, by all means, great. You're part of the club. So now you just <laughs> got to play the waiting game of like, is what purchase validates that PS5 or, or X Series X? So, yeah. Neptunia Reverse knows. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess on the actual uh, gameplay that I remember of ga- the Gotham Knights, I actually really enjoyed the way that they have it. So that every character has kind of like a gliding functionality of some kind. Mm, 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 mm. And also just that every character has a different fighting style. We only got to see really Nightwings and Red Hoods from that last one. And we saw a little bit of Batgirl from the one they showed last year. And they haven't really showed too much of Robin, actually. 
So nope. I do wonder if he's going to, how that's going to run. Cause I know I remember in like one of the trailers, it showed him like teleporting in areas. So I wonder if that's going to be a part of his kit or not. Well, I mean, if, if anything, if they respect the lore of Batman, of course, Damien would be just like, yeah, at da- Damien Wayne is just Damien. Well, again, with Dick, with yeah, Red Hood, all, all with the entire four, four main cast. And yeah, if they're going to, again, this is from Rockstead, correct? Or is it different? This actually? one's from the one from Montreal. Uh, Rocksteady okay. is working on the Justice League. One, oh, or oh, Suicide right. Squad, Death of the Justice League. You know. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So, eh. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, I'm sorry. Ever since with the Arkham games, like yeah, Rocksteady is just the only one. I, I, I have faith that I, do, I don't do blame all. you. Like I like. like like this is the company that did uh, Arkham Origins, but Arkham Origins had its own issues, mainly just in the gameplay itself because they had a lot of bugs, especially in the beginning. I mean, it was, it was first game, first game of its kind, actually a good Batman game a while yeah. back. So yeah, so, I mean, it's, it, it can't be helped. It can't be helped. So yeah, so overall, I think that um, I don't say I'd, I don't have faith in them, but they haven't so far. What I've seen of this game, I have liked, except for the fact that it's only two player cups and a four player co op. <laughs> But I understand that if for them to do four player, they did say that they would have to rebalance the whole game. And that might take a bit more, I guess, expecting and more experimenting on their end. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to take too long with the game, especially because they actually have from what looks like a lot of the game already kind of finished. I'm guessing they're just doing a lot of the polishing, adding like extra equipment and loot stuff, because from the gameplay that we saw recently, they have a big loot system that a lot of people <laughs> weren't too happy about, but <laughs> Loot systems nowadays are just pretty much everything's just looting everything else. And they don't need a humongous equipment inventory list. They just have to get rid of everything and then restart again. <laughs> yeah, we, we just recently had the Stranger Paradise Final Fantasy. Or yeah, we exactly. Don't need that. <laughs> we do not need a Borderlands. We don't need Borderlands Batman. <laughs> so we'll see how that loot system works and if they actually uh, balance that out or not. But my, my assumption is it's gonna it will definitely be more like Stranger of Paradise where you just grab a lot of useless loot <laughs> and you have to get rid of everything yeah, except for the things go, you equip. <laughs> right, if they're gonna go for that Avengers route, then oh boy. Yep. <laughs> so I guess on more PlayStation news, we got the State of Play announced for June 2nd, so next week. And their explanation of what it's going to be about is it's going to be for the third-party developers as well as for them to showcase some of their VR2 games for the PlayStation 5. Hmm. Like, the only thing I kind of w- I'm waiting for is that uh, one game called Project Eve, something like that. Like, um, that, uh, from, that oh, looks like a... Yes, I remember that game. Yeah, like the one that Yokotaro endorsed it just because of, of its sex appeal, which again, <laughs> rare move from Sony. So, like that's that thing I'm kind of looking forward to. But other third party support devs, like, mm, I mean, I would be interested to see if Atlas will will present something in in this state of play. That will be interesting. But I'm I'm so kind of surprised they're still pushing for the VR technology VR with VR two. Yeah, so I, I do wonder part. how far they're going to go. I mean, they did a lot with the uh, VR one on the PlayStation Four, and luckily, I don't think it really messed up a lot of their games because they weren't so heavily focused on it. As I think that was like the difference between, like, say, when Xbox One was or not Xbox One, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty was stuck with the Connect, 
they were just basically doing everything on the Kinect and doing nothing else. So the end of the Xbox 360's lifespan was just Kinect games, and that was it. Luckily, mm-hmm. if the PS4 did not go that route, where they only focused on VR, <laughs> they actually had other games come out alongside VR projects. So my hope is that they, with VR2, that they just have another, like, VR2 is just going to be another side gig kind of deal, where games that don't rely on VR is still just like their main focus kind of. Mm, but like we don't know, of course. And like, how many how many units? Like, how many people actually bought VR one back for the PS4 or even for like the PlayStation Pro, PlayStation 4 Pro? It's like, yeah, I think it's only like two or three million or something. It wasn't a big amount compared to how many PlayStation fours there are. Right, right, right. And of course, with technology and of course, just like the pricing. Ugh, yeah, to, like, that pricing off. is. Uh, you have to basically always get it on a Black Friday sale. <laughs> okay actually it was uh five million units was sold wow, so wow, far wow. of playstation vr of the first one so well, I, know, I know i know playstation vr is meant to be like the easier option when it comes to vr stuff but let's let's be honest buy yourself a decent pc rig <laughs> and buy like an oculus or yes survive or whatever, <laughs> right, whatever the right, hell's out there right. because you're gonna get more out of that than you're gonna get by um by buying a, a PS4 VR because the mm-hmm. list of games if you ever look at what they did during the PS4 version like the version one a lot of it outside of like one or two games like uh the the Batman Arkham VR right uh, right right Doom, and, uh, Doom and Resident Evil Seven yep 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 yep, yep, yep that were like the three games that you had to have on this thing otherwise the rest of it was just trash. Yeah, it was a lot of. There's also a lot of like shovelware stuff too. Sadly yeah. enough, sadly enough, yep, yep. Unless like you like Beat Saber, and, that's a pretty and, fun and, one. Well, but the thing is, in order for Beat Saber, you better be better off getting a PC because you get more content on that than you would yeah, for a console. You do. Plus, you get like modded cop- modding capabilities with Beat Saber in that one, which you get to see a lot of fun people who mod like the game and add their own tunes to Beat Saber. But yeah, I agree. The PC is the the better route, I think, for VR. You have a lot more to access as well as like steam just has a lot more configuration options for you on vr rather than you just having to have the one setup for playstation right right right. but i am happy that they're at least like i guess doing something um i think microsoft said they're gonna try to do something with vr on the xbox but they haven't showed anything so i don't know if they're actually going to do anything with vr if they're just going to keep focusing on trying to get game pass as their one golden bullet. Hmm. Like, I mean, granted, the technology has improved over the years since its introduction. So maybe they got something like maybe they have that killer app that will sell VR too. Hopefully, but again, as it is right now, I mean, in my in my taste, is like they really need to like sell. I don't know, like Final Fantasy Seven VR. Like, oh yes, okay, I can finally see Tifa's Tifa's oh model or Cloud Cloud chiseled hair or whatsoever. <laughs> like, if they have like Final Fantasy Seven VR, then by all means, by all means, take my money. <laughs> and here's I was trying to make like an actual like fun immersive experience. Like, if they tried doing like Horizon VR. Which could be interesting, just could. to like actually do gaming, like aiming and trying to live in that kind of world. I mean, I could definitely see that. I mean, yeah, look, 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 um, like with Nintendo, they uh, did with a uh, Link's crossbow training. Yeah, like why not bring Aloy to do some archery via via be <laughs> in the world of Horizon? I don't know. Yeah, that's that is that's an idea. Yeah, but yeah, that's just my thoughts on it. Uh, I do know that 
this is the like rumored time that Final Fantasy 16 was supposed to get its trailer out. Mm-hmm, 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 so mm-hmm. a lot of people are expecting it to be in the state of play. It may, it may not be. I feel like they're if they're they keep showing like Square Enix stuff and it's always stuff that we didn't actually see before. Because I remember everyone th- like was hoping for it the last time when they said third party developers and it was just like we got Square Enix stuff, but none of it was Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> right, right. Well, it was omitted in the last. Yeah, as you said, omitted from the last one. I mean, the only thing that was like pretty much took over was Capcom stuff, and yeah, yeah. Like, that, again, no, no, uh, Dino Crisis, which uh, that thing was obviously Dino Crisis, like <laughs> Dino uh, Crisis inspired game, not Dino Crisis. <laughs> <laughs> So that's I'm also hoping to get more information on Stray because that oh. we're supposed to be getting Stray in like a month or two. And it's not had any trailers since like the last year. And mm. the developers have stated to say that, hey, we're good to go. So that means that. There's a lot they haven't showed us. Yeah, that's yeah. That, uh, again, I, I think there's definitely some things they still have yet to show off. And here's hope again. Now with E3 canceled, everyone's out doing their own digital directs now. So like, yeah, here's I mean, here's hope and Sony and the third parties have something good to sell on the PS on the next console, PS5 and all. And of course, like, yeah, I, I would not my also like to see a bit more f- from uh, no Santa Monica's as a first party. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, here's hoping that, and if Platinum Games actually does something aside on the whole uh, disgrace of Babylon's Fall, then I mean, here's hoping. But <laughs> Babylon's Fall sequel, baby. Jeez. <laughs> uh, we'll get two players next time instead of one. <laughs> we keep making this. By the time we get Babylon Fall Seven, we'll like double it. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, like, you have any expectations on on play? Anything you're expecting? Not really. Just it'll be the same as most others. They'll update on games that have been in production for a while. They'll say probably delayed this. Mm. They'll look for this coming up, and they might have one or two reveals. I'm not. I'm not expecting anything major. Okay. Okay. Like I'm not expecting them to go. Oh, here's something like you know the the Resident Evil Four remaster or the <laughs> the Resident Evil Village DLC or anything like that. Like so many people have been jumping up and down about. It'll be a lot of probably first party and like independent stuff that they're updating. So yeah, I don't really expecting much. I'll catch up on it on the train on the way to work the next day. <laughs> I'm not I'm not interested in watching the damn thing live like I have done most times with Keith. But yeah, I, I I'm sort of I I don't have when they do these these little things, state of plays and you know state of Xbox and all that type of stuff. I I no longer have interest. Because a lot of it is the same thing. It's all delays, delays, delays. Mm, you know, yeah, please, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, please understand. You know, there's no. They save all the big stuff for during the time of what was E3, which mm-hmm. is which is coming up. But yeah, I don't think they're ready to just throw out like here's a bunch of big titles. No, yeah. sorry, you know, <laughs> the the economy is still recovering worldwide after the pandemic. I don't expect any big announcements for the next couple of years, to be honest. Yeah, anything that we do get big will probably be more close to the summer games festivals, my guess. Yeah, wait, wait until we get to like um, like Tokyo Game Show and stuff like that, where all the the Japanese companies will turn around and go, "Hey, here's all the stuff we're producing," and you'll find <laughs> there'll be like tons of it because all they've done is worked for the last thirty five thousand years. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be fun to see. Okay, so another fun, I guess, 
kind of reveal that this got done in an interview almost by accident was Death Stranding 2 is in production. Yeah, like this news when apparently, um, yeah, Norman Reedus himself said like, yeah, I don't know what's the thing, but basically he hinted that Death Stranding 2 is being made and will be on PS5. Like, ah, uh, <laughs> like we, we just got the director's cut not too long ago. And maybe this is the thing that is going to be pushing me to get a PS5. Just because I... I wholeheartedly enjoy the first game and just like again the, the insanity with just Hideo Kojima and <laughs> I don't know he's I, got a very creative mind <laughs> if anything else and I can't help but if, if Gear of the Toe will be coming back for the second game that that thing still hasn't been announced yet so yeah I, again the world of Death Stranding is crazy but at the same time meta you don't know if Hideo Kojima is smoking the highest the hot good stuff but at the same time being being the Nostradamus that he is, I don't know, but yeah, Death Stranding, I, I I sincerely enjoyed it, and yeah, if Death Stranding two is coming, and if they were announced anytime sooner in the summer or so, then by all means, yeah, I, I'll be excited. Just show me the gameplay. Just show me. Just show me. <laughs> show me the game. <laughs> Can we run instead of walk? <laughs> Oh, I, I know. Like, or maybe in the in the, the the dual sense, like, yeah, we can finally feel every gravel. Oh thing, no, hard thing. Like every single time, like, yeah, with the whole haptic features of the gun triggers of all your lethal and non-lethal weapons against the uh the the B, the BTs. Oh my lord! Like, yeah, just feel the grind and gunk <laughs> all that. Oh my gosh, that'd be that might be one I might turn the haptics off for. <laughs> I mean, if anything else, Death Stranding was definitely the experience. I mean, was it everyone's yes. cup of tea? No, for, because basically it is Amazon delivery simulator in a sense. But it it was again, I enjoyed it. again with once you had that zipline feature, boom, zipping all the way across the mountains and all that. I, I like, I, I personally, but I just had great times with uh, Death Stranding. I personally, for me, I mean, it's it's fun when you like understand everything that's going on. I remember when I first played it, I was kind of turned off just because I wasn't the best at the balancing part. <laughs> right 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 but once you get like the the upgrades and of course building the roads with the power of friendship from all your border <laughs> friends of uh, like you don't see then yeah like the yeah, what was that genre he said like the um, oh, oh man he, he he coined the term like the 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 genre a new genre of sort the ah i forgot but basically <laughs> it's just like how everyone is connected even though you don't see them you don't see them, like a la journey then again it's it, it was quite an experiment, especially in a game when we're all isolated. So yeah, it, it's almost to the point it, that Kadeo Hujima more or less did call out COVID. <laughs> they made it much more relatable than it was supposed to be because of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, and I guess the last thing um, to end on is uh, the PlayStation Plus Premium Collection has now finally stated a lot of the classic libraries and the PS4 and PS5 libraries that they have situated thanks to kind of a, a pseudo-leak because... It was. It's already out in Korea and Asia, so we have a lot of locations now that are actually having PlayStation Plus Premium, but they don't have access to most of the PS3 library because the the streaming just doesn't work that well out there. So we don't hmm. know if that, what PS3 games are there for sure. Most likely, it'll be the ones that are currently on now on PlayStation now. <laughs> And there may be some surprises, maybe, because there was some classic ones that were added and even given trophy support, like Siphon Filter um, coming out to say that they added trophy support just for PlayStation Plus Premium. Mm, right, 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 right. Like, all these different old classic games now getting trophy support? Like, okay? 
I mean, we, then, then again, we did have that like prior games like with Final Fantasy IX that had that, and so bring in more more old games with trophy support. Sure, why not? Brings more life yeah. to it. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. I do find it interesting though at the PlayStation Plus Premium. Also, they canceled it so you can no longer get a subscription to PlayStation Now or PlayStation Plus from PlayStation itself. You could only do it through cards or from like third party sellers, which is kind of <laughs> weird. But I guess it's because people were trying to stack it so they just removed it entirely from it and now you no longer can even stack it with a resale card Jeez, thanks a lot sony i thought you were consumer friendly not nah. <laughs> i don't know if any company is really consumer friendly <laughs> not if they want to make profits uh yeah it's like oh we found a loophole in the system okay uh okay we'll change that nope uh, nope we still found a loophole in the system. okay we'll cut off that jeez louise yeah sony. i think xbox is the only one that won't, doesn't cut out the loopholes of well, at least immediately. Sometimes they'll do it, like, eventually, like, with the Microsoft Rewards stuff. Right, 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 right. They also add stuff to, like, Microsoft Rewards to make up for them cutting out the loopholes. <laughs> I mean, like, Microsoft isn't as great as a fan of, like, with, like, Nintendo or Sony, for sure, yeah. So, yeah, yeah like, and with, with this one, uh, with uh, PlayStation Premium Plus, it's just, like, the one thing I, I'm kind of curious about is because like again they, they mentioned all these like ps1 games coming back with the service and like i i can't help but wonder like would rungus like that's definitely a natural question because i've been hearing some like news news sources basically saying that like, the ps1 games won't be optimized for like the current gen because again the technology difference is so so vast vastly yeah. different it's just like can it run well all that like it is like the whole it that the, comp- the 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 old days of PS One games is it like too, I wouldn't say too, no no it's like too much for it to handle like not not in graphic wise but just basically like the technology is so different like can it run properly that's what I'm trying to say yeah so I guess this is what I understand about it basically um, they're utilizing the older versions from the PS Three and the PSP classics for the PS One games so for that they're just kind of I guess porting over what they already had. And what the, what's happening, or what's ha- basically what they're seeing, is because the PS3 is, is utilized two different versions of like the games. They have the Ameri- like the North America versions of them, and the Europe areas. And Sony basically, because they focus so much on the more America side, optimize the American versions of the games, but not the Europe versions of the games. So because we only have the plus premium versions right now on the Europe side, they are using the old PS3 Europe versions of those games. So we still are in the dark if they're going to bring the Europe versions to the America PlayStation Press or if they're going to actually bring in the American side of those versions of the ROMs. Mm. So it could be up to 60 frames per second or it could do the 40 frames per second of the Europe one. It's kind of a weird mishmash to see how that's going to run. People are speculating, though, that it will just be the Europe one because Sony's probably going to be lazy in that regard, which they may, they may not. We don't know. As before, <laughs> they're a lot more focused in the American market than any of the other markets, so they just might not care as much, which I know <laughs> Carl probably doesn't like that PlayStation doesn't care as much about his side of the market. Well, yeah, that's pretty obvious. Sony has said time and time again, we do not care about retro gaming. We do not believe retro gaming 
is a market that we should be entered into. We want people playing and paying for our latest products, not finding ways to relive their old old games that we can't make money from because we no longer sell them. That that's been their stance for years. Yep. And it's not it's not going to change. And all this PlayStation Plus thing, and I've said this from the beginning, and if you want to you can read about it. On theotherhaven.net, I had an article telling everybody, don't bother with this shit because they're going to half-ass it. They're going to treat it like crap. The only part that they haven't treated like crap that actually seems somewhat worth it is the PS4 and PS5 side of things, which is like an equivalent to um, Xbox Game Pass at around right, about right, the same right, price. Right. Like that lineup for that those releases, absolutely brilliant. If yeah. you haven't been a PlayStation Plus member for like since the beginning, like myself, and have like tons of freaking games sitting on the PS4, you know, I've got over three hundred games that I've gotten through review copies and um and PlayStation Plus. I don't need to pay their extra for their service. Yeah, but if if you want it for PS3, you PS3 games, the streaming is going to be absolutely crap. It's PS Now. It's still the same service. It's just shit. If you want to, if you want your, your retro stuff, your PS1 and stuff like that, don't bother with it. There's millions of other ways to do it. Through, through emulation or even buying an old console and putting an SD card reader in it. There's plenty of other ways to do this because Sony have shown they don't care. They put out the, the 50 the fifty hertz versions, the PAL versions of the PS1 games, and they've done absolutely nothing. The emulation is worse than what you can find out there on PC right now. It's like they went and found the, the cheapest, easiest freeware freaking emulator they could get their hands on, Ported it on the PlayStation and said that'll do. Which, which is, old, which like, is it's, it's a disservice. version of PSXE. <laughs> pretty much, that's pretty much it. Like they, they basically like they didn't even get something like Duck Station, which is absolutely brilliant emulator and helps up-res things and does things properly. No, we're not going to bother doing that. We're going to get you something that's absolutely trash, and we'll put a couple of filters over the top to make it look like we're doing something and add in trophies yay congratulations <laughs> you know, yeah we, but, we, uh, we basically deemed that like their attempt back on the like when they released that P- the playstation one classic <laughs> yeah like we always yeah, exactly. how that happened yeah yeah exactly and it's the same type of thing they don't care they don't want to care they're only doing this because they're realizing they're losing ground to to Xbox Game Pass, and they thought, oh, well, well, while we're at it, we'll put in a half-assed version of some emulators in there for PS2, PS1, and PS3 games to shut people up, and then, you know, we'll, we'll put the main focus on our more PS4, PS5 titles, which is what they've done. So don't don't support them on this. I'm telling people, go out there, read my article, actually go, go out there and find these alternative ways to play your games. <laughs> there are ways out there. There are plenty of places out there that you can find either emulators for pc even get original hardware like i have and modify it so you can use emulate emulators or even just use the original hardware with a few modifications to run off an sd card or something Mm -hmm. like that you can do it all properly it's all out there easy to do so do it don't don't buy in this sony bullshit especially especially because they've proven once again with the the whole thing of the people stacking the um the playstation now subscriptions and then turning around we're going to charge you at a higher rate for each year you've stacked onto that thing so if you've got 10 years that's 10 years of higher fees they expect you to pay out the gate to use this new service that is that is anti-consumer. That that is just terrible business. 
business practices. But of course, Sony don't give a flying fuck. They see you as walking wallets anyway. So don't don't give them the satisfaction. Yeah, and that's my rant. <laughs> yeah, I think that's thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty much easily said as well. With like, like Nintendo's out with their recent like at, like the closing down of the Wii U and the 3DS uh, eShops for next year. And yeah, I think uh, yeah, Jim Sterling, Steam Stephanie Sterling, pretty much said like if you can, you you you're definitely morally obligated to actually pirate pirate these old games. Like yes, like obviously they're not giving you the, the legit way to do so. They're not giving you like legal like almost to the point like consumer friendly ways to play these original games so by all means if you can get emulations whatever like by all means you, you are more morally correct to actually pirate and emulate these games just because the, the companies themselves sony nintendo or whatever they be won't doesn't even give you these legal uh channels to do so so yeah, yeah so it's yeah kind of sad but yeah. that's why and, I and, and don't think I'm, I'm just like this with sony either like no, believe me i got nintendo consoles just about every nintendo console i own has an everdrive for the cartridges or <laughs> you know i've modified uh a ds and a 3ds and all that to, to, to run mm-hmm. you know homebrew software my my wii is modded so i can play game gamecube and uh wii games right right the homebrew the homebrew channel right 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 around yeah you know right, so right. i i'm i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it this way because you know one the second hand market is just absolutely terrible now oh yeah big time uh, it's not right, like the right. second hand market helps the developers at all no and that's it and the companies don't seem to really give a crap unless you're, you're nintendo pushing you know an extra 50 60 bucks a month out of people to play nintendo 64 games <laughs> and sega mega drive games yeah right 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 is there any last thoughts before we want to end this <laughs> Well, again, here's hoping that June, once we have that pseudo E3 happening, we'll finally get some sort of gaming news out there. And yeah, just here's hoping that we finally get some gaming news in June once that once that uh, season passes. And here's hoping, here's hoping. Yeah, come on, come on, game companies! You've got we're about to hit the big mid-year announcement season. Surprise me! Come out with something that's going to make me go wow, make me want to actually spend games, like spend my money on new games. Because I've been spending a lot of my money on second-hand or older games because, frankly, modern games I'm not interested in anymore. Give me something that's going to make bring me back and make me want to actually play something. Hell, give me, give me a reason to justify why I spent 750 Australian dollars on a PlayStation 5 that is currently, that has spent more time in my lounge room streaming Netflix and Disney Plus than it has playing actual PS5 game. Yep, give me yep. justification. At least at least with the Xbox, I'm playing, you know, Xbox 360 games, I'm playing original Xbox games, I'm playing uh, Xbox One games, you know, all on that one console. I can do it all on that one console. Sony, give me a reason to justify buying that big white monolith piece of crap that is currently a, <laughs> a gigantic streaming machine instead of a gaming console. Uh, and what about you, dear host? Well, all I can say is if you do want to play your old games, I'd say a PS3 is probably one of the better routes. For sure, for sure. Uh, I'm like, if you have the, the old fat PS, yeah, fat PS3, by all means, that's pretty much a gold treasure right there. Like oh, any uh, any PS3 right now, any PS3, you can you can modify it. It can run everything. It can run play PlayStation Two games. It can play PlayStation One games. It plays emulators. As long as you put a decent enough size hard drive in there, that thing is a gold mine right now. It mm-hmm, is beautiful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was. It is the best tech <laughs> honestly 
surprising until from we Sony. Can yeah. Get it somehow to PS4 to run it as well as PS3 does. We're working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> until then, yes, I hope we get more stuff, and we'll all see you in the next podcast. I'm Sid Scott. This is Will and Carl, and we're signing off. Get the fuck off my lawn. <laughs>